I remember when I was in middle school and I was bullied and I think just thinking about that right now makes me so anxious. It was devastating for me and actually it made me not want to go to school. I think I, I remember having stomach issues and anxiety and it was definitely hard to navigate, especially as a middle schooler. And that's when social media wasn't even around. So today as a parent, I worry about my kids being bullied because of my experience as a child. And if you're wondering the same thing, how can I prevent my child from being bullied, being a bully, and just starting the conversation in general? Well, guess what? You are in the right place today because the doctors at Children's Hospital and Medical Center are the experts. And today, we're going to bring you an honest conversation about how to talk to your kids about bullying and cyberbullying. Hi, I'm Gina Melton with the Just Kids Health Podcast from Children's Hospital and Medical Center. Join me as I talk with the region's pediatric experts about everything related to children's health, from medical issues to mental health, all to keep your child healthy, safe, and strong. So just sit back and listen, or you can even multitask like I do. And today, I'd like to welcome Dr. Tony Pesavento to talk about bullying and cyberbullying. It's great to see you. Thank you so much for being here today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for ha- for joining us, Gina. Yeah. Well, I've heard such great things about you oh and about gosh. the work you do at Children's. We 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 at Children's we have a great group. Um, I'm we've got four psychiatrists and we've got a group of APRNs and nurses and uh, psychologists and they all do a great job of taking care of kids. And so I'm I I just I'm honored to represent them. I hear that you're just a great advocate for kids. Try to be. Try to be. That's the goal. And, and and I think that's the goal of any pediatric physician is to not only try and take care of the medical problems that are in front of you, but also see the child as a holistic individual and to to give a kids a voice when they might not have one uh, mm-hmm. is, is really something that we try and, and take pride in. Well, today we're going to navigate this conversation about bullying yeah. and cyberbullying. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of just a large thing that parents are concerned about these days, you know, as they would be, just like me as a parent. Yep. What are the signs of bullying? And, you know, maybe even is my child a bully? Yeah. When we start talking about what we see in kids who are being bullied, there's some of the signs that might be a little bit more intuitive, uh, i.e. is your child coming home with injuries that they might not have great explanations for? Are they coming home with ripped clothes? Are they coming home with items missing? Um, do they come home with puffy eyes and it looks like they've been crying? Does mm-hmm. it, do they come home with lunches that haven't been eaten? Or do they come home and automatically want something to eat, maybe indicating that they had something at lunch that they weren't able to eat? Mm-hmm. So a couple more open signs. And then there's a couple more subtle signs, like is your child more withdrawn? Are they, do they seem to be struggling more with depression? Are they struggling more with anxiety, like you mentioned in your introduction? More, um, more mental health signs that something is going wrong at school and that it might be something to, that needs to be addressed. How do you know that your child is a bully? Um, can be a, lot more, a little bit more difficult. Um, you want to look for signs of are they more aggressive? Uh, are they showing signs of that using physical means as a way to get is their primary mean of getting what they want? Mm-hmm. Are they coming home with belongings that you can't really under explain, um, or did their friend give them something? Kind of a picture. Um, one of the other subtle signs, and we start talking about less about the physical signs of or the physical bully, uh, more traditional time and the 
type of bullying to the more cyber bullying is are your is your child more more f- solely focused on social media um are they is that all they're doing is that where they might be getting a sense of their self-worth mm-hmm. and um are they focused on popularity are they focused on um how they look and how they come across to others can be a little bit more of an overt sign that a different type of bullying might be in play. I just think about that when you were talking about kind of the physical signs of being bullied before you were talking about maybe your child is a bully. When I think back on that as a kid, when I was in middle school, I just think about how I was just so miserable and I felt so like sick to my stomach and, and the anxiety and as an already anxious child, you know, I try to recognize those signs in my kids to yeah. see if anything like that is going on. Totally. Kids having what we call somatic symptoms, which are like you're describing, Gina, stomach aches, headaches, things that are a little bit more hard to quantify, like a fever or um, a fever or having other symptoms that that you can't fake, like a really bad runny nose that would prevent them from going to school um, can be a sign that they just don't want to be in school. And mm-hmm. that can be a real opportunity for you to investigate reasons why they don't want to be in school. And bullying is a real common culprit there. And that brings me to this, doctor. I mean, how do you talk to your kids about bullying? Because I thought about it the other day, and I've, I've had this conversation with my kids, and I said, you know, please don't ever bully any kids. Right. That's not nice, and right. here's what happened to me. Right. Like, I just shared my, my story with them, but what would you suggest? It's really challenging. Um, I think the first thing that I try to do when I talk to kids about their, experiencing with, their experience with bullying is almost try to normalize it, not in the sense that it's okay, Mm-hmm. But more in a sense of this is something that most kids will experience because the stats bear out that most kids will experience bullying. And because the one thing, it's one thing to be bullied. It's another thing to be bullied and feel like you're the only one who's being bullied. And right. so removing that isolation piece, that being singled out piece can be a nice way to get at least get the conversation started. Um The second thing that you want to do, that I try to do when I'm talking to kids about bullying is to really try to encourage them that it's okay to talk about it. And the number one reason I hear that kids don't want to talk about it is either they're embarrassed, Mm -hmm. which makes sense, or they're afraid that you're going to do something. It's actually the, the, what we see as the, the remedy for bullying as parents oftentimes is not the way that kids want it to be handled. So, for example, if we were to go straight to their teacher and say, hey, my kid's being bullied, then all of a sudden, they're, what are they labeled as? They're labeled as the tattletale. They're labeled as somebody who can't handle teasing. They're labeled as somebody who's weak or vulnerable. And so it almost becomes more easier to be a target than a less target, which would be your intention as a parent. And I didn't even think about that. Like the mama bear in me thinks, yep. you know, I want to go straight to the yep. straight to the teacher yep. and yep. say, don't let this kid hurt my kid. Absolutely. But actually that could maybe even make it worse, could. right? Yep. Now, if your kid's being hurt, and we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit into what we should do with bullying, but if your kid's being hurt, you don't really have a choice, right? Mm-hmm. You can't let your child be injured. That's not, that's not okay in any sense. But it is a, a barrier to your kids talking about it is the idea of what you're going to do about it mm-hmm. that can really and so it's really important to have a good conversation about you know we're going to come up with a strategy together we're going to work on something that if this is if bullying is happening 
that this is something that we're going to do as a team. It's not going to be Mama Bear, no pun intended, yeah, but Mama right. Bear is going to take over and and we go from there. It's mm-hmm. more about we're going to work on this together so that we can find a solution that works for both of us. And now we bring social media into it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's just a whole next level of what can happen there. It is. It is. And and that is one of the hardest things. And one of the when I when parents ask me why is cyberbullying so much more impactful than I, I call it traditional bullying. It's not the greatest word, but a traditional mm-hmm. bullying. When in, and we're going to date each other, right? But right, you, right, right. you went to school a little <laughs> bit before I did, and I went to school a little bit before my patients. When we went to school, um, bullying ended at three, right? As soon as that bell rung, as soon as you got in mom and dad's car, mm-hmm. you were in kind of a safe zone. Well, now kids carry around their bully 24 hours a day on their cell phone or their PlayStations or their tablets, and it's, it's, it can be nonstop. It doesn't end at three. It doesn't, Christmas break is not a break. It's all, it can be all the time. Yeah. And, that, and that's really where I see kids struggle the most is they, won't, they can't turn it off. And that's, that's kind of scary to think about really that. Is. So it's really important, I think. What I'm getting from you is that it's just important to have like an honest conversation with mm-hmm. our kids about yep. it. If you've ever been bullied, maybe bring that into totally. it and, and you know let them know that they're not the only one that this is happening to. In fact, yep. it's probably happening to a lot of kids. Yep. Yeah, and, and I, there's a really, really high chance that every kid on social media has – not only been at some time the victim of cyberbullying has not has also seen cyberbullying take place whether mm-hmm. or not they're the victim or not and while that's a really comforting thing it's also a really scary thing parenting is hard work parenting during a pandemic is even harder Parenting You from Children's is here to help. With our new virtual format, you can watch short videos on some of parenting's most popular and challenging topics at your convenience. Visit childrensomaha.org slash parenting you today. Now let's take it to this level. It's mm-hmm. gotten, you know, it's gotten to a higher level and we need to come see somebody at Children's like yeah. you, you know, is is that that's a good option? I think it is a good option. Um, now that doesn't mean that every kid who's struggling with being cyberbullied, as serious as that is, needs to see a psychiatrist. That sure. would be a bit much. But what when we see the need for a psychiatrist come into play is when we see things like kids not being able to function in the way that they normally do. Mm-hmm. For example, if we have a kid who's struggling with getting to school because they're having physical symptoms of you know, headaches, stomach aches, that is the result of depression, anxiety, secondary to the bullying at school, then yeah, we can get involved and we can try our best to help with that. Um, If you're seeing kids who are also struggling with um, the social media aspect of things and being obsessed and fixated on it, that's also something that we have the ability to work with kids and try and help them manage that level of anxiety and, um, be able to improve there. And as far as, as that goes, I'm assuming you would advocate for, you know, not as much screen time, you know, (laughs) me too. (laughs) Yeah. And it, and it's, it's hard and it's, it's getting harder and you will not meet a less social media advocate than me. Um, because of the reasons that we're talking about the bullying and the, the potential for danger for kids. However, 
I will say in the past year, social media has been an outlet for kids that I've appreciated in a different way because it's let them stay in contact with their friends, what they might not have ever had it had they because they can't physically be around them. And that has really created a barrier because I've seen I found myself advocating less and less for kids to stay off social media. In fact, I've almost encouraged them to stay in touch with their friends however they can because they need that social outlet. And so that's that's been a little bit of a paradigm. But yeah, it's still about limits. It's still about monitoring. It's still about understanding what apps your kids are using. It's about understanding what they're putting out. It's about understanding what they're getting back. And I, I as parents, we, especially of teenagers, it's it's really hard to to helicopter them like mm-hmm. that because they're going to push back like no other. I know I would have. But it, it is extremely important. And it, it's not only a, a way to prevent them from being bullied, but it's also a way to prevent them or to keep them safe. Yeah. I, you talk about helicopter parenting. Whenever I try to helicopter parent my teenage son, he's like, oh, no, I'm not having any yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> not having any yeah, of that's that. Yeah, that's a good sign. That's normal. That's a, good, that's <laughs> a, that's that a normal normal. thing. Yep, that's good. <laughs> Darn it for me. No, it's good. <laughs> Uh, and finally, I guess, you know, going back to the, you know, pr- more traditional bullying, yep. how do you communicate with your child's school? What's the best way to do that? Yeah. And, and, and the, the first thing that I would recommend if I had a parent come to me and be like, my kid's being bullied, what do I do? You want to quantify what kind of bullying is, is happening. You want to have an honest conversation with your child about what they would want done. Mm-hmm. Um, but really the best evidence for how to tackle bullying in school is not on necessarily on an individual level. Sometimes that's needed to keep kids safe, but oftentimes we see that there are repercussions in terms of increased bullying because you go out and tell Mrs. Jones that Tim's being bullied and then that leads to Tim being more isolated and more called out than he would be originally. But really, the the best evidence is for more system-wide bullying prevention programs where it involves teacher education, student education, um, more frequent check-ins with students about bullying, more programs and ways to identify and stop the early signs of bullying before it gets to the point to where there's more extreme bullying that includes physical harm. Um, So more system-wide programming has been shown to be more beneficial than on an individual basis. Again, you got to do what you got to do. If you you got to do what you got to do to keep your kids safe. I'm not arguing against that. But I think having a more honest conversation with them is is going to be a better way to approach it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was so oh, nice yeah, to have you. This is my pleasure. It, it's been a really eye-opening conversation. Now I know, don't go mama bear. No. <laughs> In some regards. Unless I unless I need to, right. That's right. Unless I need to. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Just Kids Health podcast. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And for more information on how we can help your child, visit childrensomaha.org and follow us on social media.